0: all right everybody welcome back to preparedness now our friday conversations i got my friend sage here and uh had a great response for the last week and and so we're going to keep doing these this is uh and i was going to tell you this sage before as we were talking this has been a uh really rough week for me because we're um getting ready to go down to florida and we're um we're just we're i mean i'm not just i'm going for a wedding but i'm in a wedding and it's all the stresses of another person's wedding of like infiltrated and so this isn't been enjoyable it's been like you should be enjoying going down to the Sun and all that where it's just been kind of I don't want to say nightmarish but it's just been really can just tough just a whole bunch of like logistical nightmares in life and everything trying to get it done and then my wife is uh you know in the wedding and she's got a pretty major part and so it's just been wow well, they- uh,
1: the, is, rumor he, bill, the rumor mill, the rumor mill has actually stated that you are making a run for the last Republican refuge, uh, <laughs> the refuge of Florida, and you don't want to let anybody else know about it. But if, well, if you want to use that wedding thing, okay, we believe. Yeah,
0: you. yeah, but- no, you know, our we uh, I do believe in voting with your feet, and we we went to the Republican refuge of Central Maryland. So hey. um, I can't. My my wife is a Maryland girl. I can't get her to leave, but. Uh, we are we are as close to West Virginia as you could possibly get, and <laughs> without being in West Virginia, so um, it's uh, it's as good as I can get it. So we uh, we're, we're just gonna roll with it. But anyway, uh, we're talking real money here, and we're talking some misconceptions and other things. Uh, we're gonna talk about gold versus cash, and it doesn't have to necessarily be in an SHTF, which of course is prepper speak for ish hitting the fan it just what is the better money the better store of value and just a a currency talk and i'm bringing sage on here because first of all he's a smart dude and he's got you know opinions that i think sometimes can differ and we're gonna you know not maybe align on a lot of things we're just gonna have a good conversation so people can get you know something out of it because maybe some people are in my camp where the precious metal thing is uh kind of a store of value but uh and by the way this is not by any way stretch the imagination in an investment advice this is just a hypothetical conversation we're not telling anybody to put their money in one way or the other we're just debating the pros and cons of these of this you know thing so um we're just going to get going i don't really have any preconceived questions but i think sage why don't you take it man
1: yeah, I think – and this kind of stems from mostly my side and, and me kind of coming to you saying, look, I really need to just have a conversation because I'm confused in regards to people's responses and things. Sure. And I think it's going to be more of me basically kind of questioning you this time uh, because I, I truly want to know the thought process. Like I, I enjoy trying to figure out people's thought processes in regards to things um, and then saying, okay, now I see what you're talking about. Um, but this is how it actually works. But now I at least understand where you're coming from or, sure. okay, at least now I understand where you're coming from. So a lot of the stuff that I get and my, the confusion that lies is because you have to be very careful, uh, because if you don't, there's a lot of people out there that are selling gold and silver, um, under a false pretext of different things that it's going to go to, you know, large, you know, ten thousand twenty thousand $20,000 an ounce for silver, um and m- m- so my question is: as I get this a lot? Is dollars are just debt that's not real money? And okay. I'm actually kind of saying, it, 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 can you explain what they're trying to say? Because <laughs> I'd I'd like to respond to some of that, but I'm not exactly sure what they're actually trying to say.
0: Well, I think part of that is because of what it says on the dollar bill. Um, I'm trying to get up the exact terming of uh, what it, what it says. Before, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I, I think it says like it's... Um, um, you know how it says. It says like... Uh, um, okay, so... It, uh, I think it backs the debt of the U.S. dollar up, but if you were to go out and you're exchanging a dollar bill for you know, a sandwich or whatever, that's not considered debt. That's just considered exchange. So I think what you're saying and what you're getting at is that uh, the whole of the dollar out there and however many, you know, trillions of dollars are in the flow, uh, I believe they call it M1, which is, you know, the, the the money flow or whatever, that as a whole could be a debt that the American, you know, treasury or whatever is holding. But as it pertains to you and I, when we're exchanging things, that is uh it's just an exchange it's not right. me me giving you your debt or are you giving me my debt or anything like
1: that cuz so. i get this a lot too in regards to the, it's just a fiat dollar and fiat dollars always fail right yeah um and and but the issue is is that they don't they don't always fail right okay. and, and a fiat dollar let's think about what we might consider a fiat dollar one the british pound is a fiat dollar right and that mm-hmm. has still ten, technically going but a fiat dollar is something backed by nothing. Correct?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, is that
1: kind of the, what it's just paper is what they're kind of saying.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think that your are it's just paper. Yeah. I'm just Go. kind of
1: explaining it on a simple yeah, yeah. format so that we're, we're not getting into, you know, huge technical terms. Cause I just want a conversation, right? I'm not looking to talk over sure. the top of people. I want to talk you know, with people. So, And that's not just me and you. That's anybody that listens to this. I want anybody to be able to kind of say, okay, I I understand. But when when you go out and get a credit card, that is fiat money. Okay. I mean, nobody. if we're going to get rid of fiat money from the top down, we're going to get rid of fiat money from that credit card. So instead of you having a $2,000 credit limit, you're going to have to put $2,000 escrow down. And the bank's going to hold that two thousand dollars, or Joe Schmo's going to hold that two thousand dollars, and then you have two thousand dollar credit card, right? Because that's we no, would think it, that would be yeah. have to be a fiat dollar. Like fiat currencies don't always fail. I mean, t- uh, technically, you have a fiat currency when you get a credit card, when you buy a car, when you buy a house. I mean, some of it's backed, but it's not backed by the full coverage of that. A lot of times, bank loses sure. money when they do that. So, in regards to countries it is the u.s dollar is not just it's backed by a lot of things one it's backed by the fact that we're a country Sure. but it's it's also backed by our our navy which does um yeah you know, freedom of navigation patrols which does law enforcement with other countries and and our military but it's also backed by our intellectual property of this country right like sure. if Apple, eventually, Apple money eventually eventually comes back as U.S. dollars because it's a U.S. company. Right. Boeing, um, Pfizer, all these large companies, eventually it's our dollars backed by the ingenuity of the country and the people within the country to come up with creative things and ideas and things like that. And I hear this all the time that it's like, well, it's backed by nothing. No, it's 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 backed by the fact that we pay our debts it's backed by the fact that we have ingenuity, we have natural resources, we have all these goods that have to be paid eventually by U.S. dollars because they're U.S. companies. And there is, there is a backing behind that. So as long as America has natural resources, as long as we're exporting food, as long as we're having intellectual property, I mean, nobody from China comes to school here and goes to Harvard and pays by you know the yuan. Right. You, you, you know what I mean? They have yeah. to, they're coming here. So there is backing for that U.S. dollar. When we give money to other countries um, to support them during uh, typhoons and hurricanes and earthquakes and all this stuff, that's a backing of the U.S. dollar. So I think my confusion lies is when I hear people say, well, there's no backing. It's just a fiat currency and fiat currencies always fail. Well, they don't always fail.
0: I mean, you... Um, you made a good point with the, the, the British pound, because uh, that has been around a long time. It was uh, reserve currency. And um, uh, what I was talking about, or actually, I, I, the debt thing, as it backing the debt, because a lot of what you said there is a mo- mode of exchange. If you're coming here to school from China, your mode of exchange to get into that school is going to be the dollar. Correct. Um, uh, when, you, uh, when they say they, that the dollar is debt, I think what people are referencing is the fact that our country issues T-bills. They do treasuries and stuff like that. And then when they put this money in, they put it out into the system. And we noticed this when they uh, printed a bunch of money or, or created money digitally, really, uh, with the whole you know RONA, as I call it, stimulus package and stuff. Now, of course, we're getting the after effects of that, which is playing out in, in some pretty intense inflation. Mm-hmm. Would that be kind of a debt backed by the cash type thing or or because i think you're it's there's a lot going on here you you're right the exchange is going on with the money and and we do you know resources for that and we exchange other you know other countries and stuff but then again also we're issuing money and we're issuing treasury bills and everything else and for that it is creating a sense of a debt so Go ahead on that one. What do yeah, you
1: think? Yeah, and, and I, I, I agree. And I'm not going to say it's not a debt. Like, all anytime sure, you. Sure, I know you're not saying. Right. That. Okay. Um, in regards to like printing money, that's always not a good issue, right? Anytime we just give, not printing money, right? But, for, for, but actually just giving it away free is definitely not just good to do this continuously. Sure. Right? That's going to cause, that's causing inflation, <laughs> which eventually causes logistical inflation. I mean when we started paying $20,000 for to ship stuff from on a, a container I mean at one t- point it cost about $25,000 to ship a container from China to the United States when it normally cost $2,000 right cuz there was so much sure. goods coming they were like well if you want our container that's supply and demand right but i think the in regards to that i think inflation and the fact that um with with gold is kind of two different things. Like it doesn't matter what the dollar was backed by, right? At that point, money needed to be spent someplace, right? Things needed to happen. Like if we go to war, what? one of the reasons we came off the, the, the debt was France wanted all gold. They're like, we don't want your bills. We want your gold. Well, if countries just started to say, we don't want your money, we just want your gold. At some point, we would run out of gold or yeah. we would say, we're not going to give it to you. Come take it try it, you know, I dare you. Um, But at some point during when you only have so much money to spend and you run into a crisis situation, where does the money come from? And I think I deal a lot with this in business in regards to, I'm a logistical provider for for companies. I quote prices. My prices might have to stand for six, seven, eight months. And then when it comes time to move these 100 loads, if, if the price of that shipping goes up, where does the money come from, right? They they budgeted, let's say they budgeted, let's use the simple numbers, a million dollars to move all of these loads, right? Sure. And next thing I know, they come to me six months later and it's a million and a half. Where does the half million dollars come from, right? So if we only have this much to spend and we go to conflict, where does the additional money come from to go to that, to, to start making military arms to go to conflict? And I know I'm getting a little bit off topic, but- this is usually where I get the most pushback on my channel is because people want to go to this gold standard and they think gold is the only real money out there. And I'm, I get confused on why, why is gold? Why are people telling me that gold's the only real money? Everything else is just that like I'm gold and silver, right? Gold and silver. I'm just sure. going to put that together. Um, why is that considered the real money? And I just had a conversation with somebody back and forth that said, why is gold the the only real money? And his answer was, well, um, it was, it's, and what makes it real money? Well, at first he says, because everybody recognizes gold and silver. I said, well, everybody recognizes the dollar. And then he says, well, it's in limited supply. I said, well, er, er, technically everything's in limited supply. Right, you know right. what I mean? I mean, everything. Uh, clean water in some locations are in limited supply. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, and he says, well, and I said, iron ore. I used iron ore and jokingly he said well you can't you know try building a bridge with with uh gold and you'll find out you run out i said well first the bridge will collapse joking around with them, uh, because gold's not <laughs> as strong as iron ore. right but what about rare earth minerals rare earth minerals are in demand why aren't those money right
0: like rhodium or something like that yeah like at yeah.
1: that point that's something that we have to mine and do this stuff so to me it's like w- look at and and hear me out here. I'm going to get a little bit,
0: you know, you get wonky, a little, not
1: wonky, but a little bit, you know, if you think about this. So all money is, is an exchange of energy. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. You with me? OK, right. Absolutely. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a dollar or I'm going to give you ten dollars for you to use your energy to mow my lawn. And some of that ten dollars is going to go towards the energy to power the lawnmower. It's an exchange of energy. Okay. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter if you if something was made, somebody had to exchange energy. Gold and silver is also a, 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 a holder of energy, right? It's also that. It's one way to do it. Now, it's kind of the past version of it. I mean, we've it was, you know, gold. First, seashells used to be money.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely were. It's you cool. know,
1: uh, of course, food is a little different, but and then you went to gold and then gold and silver. And then we said, well, this is kind of heavy to carry around. Here's this, you know banknotes. Hold this, sure and then we get to telephones and now or I'm sorry, credit cards, and then we got to a telephone. We're eventually getting closer and closer to true form of energy as an exchange of money as technology progresses. would you say, yeah.
0: I would, especially when you think of something like Bitcoin and the way they mine it, it takes a lot of energy. Uh, and another thing to play on what you're saying is, um, think about other countries. Uh, they they hold currency reserves. You know, they they've got X amount of dollars, X amount of yuan, X amount of yen, X amount of rubles, whatever, uh, and they hold that as an exchange as well. And um, you know, you said something about how like the, the British pound has always been around. Uh, you could say that the the Roman, um, I forget what it's called, uh, the Roman money uh, has always been around. But and again, they're not printing it. And so it, it is in limited supply, like a gold or whatever. So there's kind of a, uh, gosh, there's, there's a little bit of a, you know, I think what, what people think with gold and with, with silver and precious metals, especially those two, is the fact that it's, always been around it's constant you know since the romans to the british to the americans to whoever to eventually the chinese whoever is really holding the the polarity power hegemon in the world gold has always been there always has been used as an exchange a store of wealth and so you know cash will eventually even though they're still around like you could say you can go get a a roman whatever the heck it was uh i should really know that term um it's gonna bug me too but you you know you could go you could go and get that, but it's still like it's not like it was two thousand years ago, and so um, you know the the what really makes gold the better option is its longevity. What do you yeah,
1: no, it? I do agree that it is something that obviously it, it we hold as worth right now, sure, um, and, and that's definitely um, something like a value. And I say, Eris. Uh, a U R E U S. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> uh, I knew you were going to want to. So I, i, I uh, at this point. I do feel that you know, if let's say I bought silver, right, and I ha- I invested twenty five dollars into silver, and I hand that down to my child, and my child invested nothing into it. He's up twenty five bucks today, right, right okay. now, right. Sure. <laughs> so at that point, it is definitely something to um, that that can invest be invested in money. We have to realize that, and this is where I see a lot of people feeling that it's going to be hey, it's going to go to $10,000 an ounce. It's going to go to this. It's going to go to that. But supply and demand would say if it went to $10,000 an ounce, silver mines would open up, right? Because, yeah, it, I mean, that's, you know, so then lowering that price of silver back down again. Or the government would come in and nationalize it, which they have before. Sure. They have. Uh, multiple, not just the United States has. Um, during World War II, during no, I'm sorry, the Vietnam War, no Korean War, uh, we nationalized steel in 1954, yep. um, and set the price and said, "Here's the price for steel." So, I think I just see a lot of the people that come to me and say, "Silver is, you know, gonna, we're going to back to this this gold back currency and the silver currency and this and this is re- this is the only real money out there." To me, I slowly see us moving from the metal age, per se, into the technology age. And as we move towards the technology age, that although gold and silver might still be around, it is not easily transferable. It is not easily moved. If I had to pay in gold, I think I did the calculations once, it would cost like a billion dollars to pay China right now just to move the gold. Sure, know. <laughs> you know, and no, cover no, security, yeah, you're right. truck it, truck it. Um, and move all this it it, it's not an easily means of exchange so for me i i usually get most of my kickback on my channel when i say look gold and silver is a precious metal right and you can invest in a precious metal um not like a baseball card per se but still into that same type of thing knowing that you're hoping it's going to go up um That it's, you know, it's not going to they're not going to say, hey, we need all this silver for solar panels. We're going to go ahead and nationalize silver mines, um, which is a possibility. But for me, I think I just get the most kickback when I say that, you know, money is not just a fee on currency that have always has always failed. I mean, it it's out there like when you use a credit card, that's a fee on currency. And if you expect the government to do that, how, how well would people be doing right now if they had to have $3,000 in escrow to have a $3,000 credit card?
0: I think, well, yeah. And I think, you know, the point you're making is the exchange and exchangeability of things. And I think it's a good one. And by the way, you were, you were correct. It was, it's actually the aureus, A-U-R-E-U-S, but it's denarius areas. And it was a denarius. And it was like, I was thinking Don or something like that. So, Congratulations. Uh, you've made your, this history teacher very, very proud. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want yeah, to, I, uh, I want to shift gears because I think, I think we're going to take this into a really cool area because I think what you said was, was awesome um, for just for, for talking and debating and, and the community getting their own ideas in here. And you had referenced this on the last conversation about the CBDC thing and how yeah. the, you know, the technology and all that, um, you know, of course, preppers are all about freedom and all about that. And and we think that if a CBDC comes in, that it's going to be the ultimate way of control and it'll resemble something like uh, what they do over in, in China. In which, you know, if if I knew that it would be used as kind of what I think you're saying and what most people would hope and they, as they sell it to us, is that, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be a digital form and it's technological and it's exchangeable and quick and, and all that but it will also hold your privacy. It will also make it so you can, you know, have that, you know, just whatever, you know, ease. Um, Mm -hmm. And we will never use it towards, you know, saying, hey, uh, you know, and we'd reference this as well last time, you know, you've been a bad person, you've said nasty things against the government. And so we're gonna make it say you can't purchase, you can't buy and sell, yada, yada, yada. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing when I look into um, – now, understand that this is not a new – it's not a new concept, right? Like no, Henry no. Ford has uh, – he, he came up with the energy dollar, right? Uh, if anybody looks up, you can look up Henry Ford's energy dollar.
0: I'm glad well, you came back to that too because you had mentioned that energy thing, and that that's a really good one because I've heard about that before. Keep going.
1: Yeah, so – and we can't say things are going to be used in a bad sense. We can't say that they're not. Right, we can't say that right. they are. We can't say that they're not. W- would it lean that way? It could, but at some hypothetical,
0: beca- right. right?
1: Hypothetical. But in if they wanted to do that now, they technically could, right? If they wanted to do uh, to turn off credit cards, which we saw that during the protests, the trucker protests um, in, Canada. in in Canada. Yeah, so yeah. So it's not something that can't be done, but a lot of times what I look at is if you're going to want to run a business, if you're going to want to run something and run people and manage people, the last thing you try to do is piss off all your workers, piss off all your people uh, that are eventually, uh, you might just say, you know what? I don't want to work here anymore. I'm out of here. Right. I don't want to do this. I'm out of here. Um, And now AI is eventually something that they're going to try to, you know, eliminate the, the, the concern for that. Let's be honest. But at some point it's like when you're a parent, you, you you believe you're doing the best for the people because you believe or your children because you believe you know more than they know as a whole Does that make sense
0: yeah absolutely so
1: unfortunately people in power um, also believe that because they know stuff that we may or may not know they believe because they're getting they're getting reports from think tanks they're getting reports from this they're getting reports from you know uh, research and development studies that you know, that they're getting this information that they feel they're going to that help us per se. Now, right. one of the problems with that is you can only help so much before you start to get kicked back, right? I mean, that's anytime right. you try to help somebody that that's you know they're in need. Let's just say, not that we are, but you know they are, until they admit it, you ain't you ain't getting anywhere. Okay, somebody, right? You know, and, and and you probably know from you said you had addiction, correct? Yeah. Okay, so it kind of takes some – you have to realize it before – everybody else in the world can see it, but until you realize it, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I was talking to this the other person the other day. I said, you know, um, because we were talking about managing all this and how – I actually got sober bartending. I said, well, you know, a very wise person said the the world didn't stop drinking. You did. So you have to kind of go along. It is what it is. You know, you've got (laughs) to – you know, like you said, you have to manage yourself and then everything else will work into place. Right. So So, I I
1: think a lot of things – and we've seen this during – uh okay so Japan came over and took over Korea. Uh Korea they what happened in, in China was um Korea had an uprising of people that w- wanted to go against the government. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a treaty in fact that if China came across Korean into Korean land Japan was allowed to come in also, right? Okay. They didn't know this or the person that called for China's help didn't know and the next thing you know they said you would you know what you just did? You allowed Japan to come into our country. Well, Japan came in and just took over. They, they they basically implemented themselves in all of the systems. Well, there was always freedom fighters that were fighting back to, to, to basically push back against that. So if the government comes in heaven-handedly and pushes this, the CBDC with no privacy, you're going to have people that are going to create technology to bypass this central bank digital currency, right? Okay, There's always exactly, absolutely loopholes and things like that. And do I feel that it could be used that way? 100%. 100% do I feel that it could be used that way. But the way they're looking at it, and, and I'm not agreeing with this, I'd rather just be saying, leave me alone. Sure. But the way they're looking at it is China has 1.4 billion people. hmm How do you control 1.4 billion people without some type of control, right? Without some type of rules, without some type of surveillance, without some type. That's a lot of people. Um, And my wife even brought this up that if I I had to control 1.4 billion people, I might want a bunch of cameras everywhere, right? You can do what you want in your house. You can do what you want with your money. But if you're going to go out on the streets, I want to make sure you're being civil and I can prove that it was you because here's the camera, here's, I can find you, I can take, I can get you away from that As if you're a danger to society. Yeah. Not that just because you disagree with society, but that you're a danger to society.
0: Sure. But then, that, you know, that's their mentality. The, the, you know, the reason why they have half the surveillance cameras in the world is it's not to control the population, it's to make sure the population is safe.
1: Right. and And that's where you give up a little bit of your freedoms for safety, right? And that's the decision that we have to make. Now, again, It's a fine line on the people that we vote in to put in, to make those decisions that understand that, you know what I'm saying in that, but as a central bank digital concern, it's a lot of, it's going to be, what are you buying? Why are you buying this? And how can I more optimize logistically the means to get toilet paper to your town? Because your town seems to be using more toilet paper than my town okay and that's the again from what i'm what's being thrusted into my world of, of logistics what's being shown to me um what i am diving into some people saying look if we can't control the privacy of this this is not going to go i won't take this The businesses you know won't don't they're not going to want to do this it's being sold that way will it always be used that way i can't say for sure I, most people can say no probably not well that's what pessimists are going to say. Optimists are going to be like, "Well, yeah, probably." You know what I mean? So there's no real answer to it, but it has the potential to go either way. We just have to hope and push um, to keep it that way.
0: So we've got a cool. few minutes left, and because I got to go catch a flight. Uh, but I want to talk about inflation. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? And and of course, I'm going to go under the the precious metal side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is the best? Uh, way to stop inflation? Do you think CBDC can do it? Do you think cash has the ability to do it? Um, the Bank of England is getting ready to do their first CBDC foray. And one of the main things they said, the ta- talking point was, uh, this is going to be a great way to hedge inflation and to stop it. And I was sitting there scratching my head, like, I don't, you know, you can still print and create these digital currencies and stuff. I of course like gold and silver because it's stable and all that. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so real quick and this might be another topic because I have two other topics I want to talk about. One's going to be uh, knowledge and education and and this one. So, to technically stop inflation, you there's two different things. Like first of all, what got us this inflation? Like what caused this inflation? Cuz when you're looking at inflation if you're going to stop inflation, there's different ways to do it based on what the cause of your inflation was, right? what, do you, what do you
0: think what how do you think? I think it was money printing and in the the stimulus packages. What do you think?
1: Okay, so we are we are at conflict with China. We are 100% Correct. in conflict with China. China shut down and caused the what we call in in business and logistics a bullwhip effect. A okay. Bullwhip. Yeah. That bullwhip is the ups and downs. They knew that we would spend our way out of that bullwhip effect, okay? Which we did, we did in 2008. This is interesting, uh, yeah. I've never heard
0: this is good. Keep on, okay. good. so
1: we did in 2008. We didn't in um, uh, I can't remember the other one, but I'll, I'll next time we do this, I'll 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 have the dates.
0: Oh, wasn't it 18 or something like that? We were getting, we were like, it was, I know it's Trump, we were really dipping. There was like a little mini crisis going yeah, on, yeah, but
1: there was one in the 80s, right? Wasn't there one in the 80s?
0: Potentially, there's always been okay.
1: a couple. So ahead. you have that, that we spend out of it, right? Because I, I remember Bush gave me money for something in 2008, right? He gave me my stimulus check. And then before that, I remember my parents getting it. So I had to be, you know, back there. Anyways, so that's that inflation was caused by the fact that two things. One, they told us we had to stay home. They took charge and told us we all had to stay home. Well, if you're staying home, you're going to buy electronics. You're going to, because that's, and that's what okay. China sells.
0: Sure, sure. That's
1: what China sells. China sells electronics. You're going to need electronics You're because you're going to watch TVs. You're going to do this. You're going to need computer stuff. You're going to be work from home. You need computers at home. They sell that stuff, right? Yeah. I bought a computer. Correct. Exactly. At that point, China made out like a bandit. Now we spent money and caused inflation for those things to go higher and higher, which puts us where we are now. Sure. So at this point, if You're now looking at this saying, holy crap, China just hit us with an economical explosion, right? Economical nuke. How do we stop this inflation? This inflation wasn't just caused by uh, the inflation of oil prices like it was um, in the 1970s. This one was caused by buying too much stuff, having too much money, them turning it off. Buying too much stuff from China when containers went from 2000 You used to be able to ship a container for $2,000 from China to the United States. It went up to $20,000, $30,000 for one container. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the only way to stop that is to tell the American people, stop buying from China until we find alternatives to manufacture our goods. Now, so how do you stop buying from China? Well, you raise interest rates and you make us hurt a little bit even though we can take it, I know a lot of people think that they can't right now. It's not like you're living in Cambodia or, and, and next year you're eating, living on a dollar a day, right? And you're no right. longer getting that dollar. You kind of smack us in the mouth with, with this higher inflation and this high, not, with the higher interest rates, because then you're going to stop buying from China. So we won't need the, uh, the high powered manufacturing from China until we can find other manufacturing in Mexico,
0: Vietnam,
1: Korea, Vietnam, other sure. places that have the same ideology as us. So if you're trying to fight inflation caused by a specific event, then you attack that specific event. All right. Which is now what, how do you attack that specific event? It's, we have to, we have to tell the American people to stop buying crap from China. We we have to tell them to stop spending.
0: <laughs> because, <laughs> no true words.
1: <laughs> right. Because at this point we can't, it, it, it Mexico manufacturing can't open up as fast as China is already open and ready to rock and roll. Correct. So this is now why they're saying, okay, you might have, now you have to bring in a a central bank digital currency because instead of getting boatloads of stuff from China, you might only get a couple truckloads of stuff from Mexico. And they won't be able to keep up with our massive spending. Remember, the goal of the United States, the purpose of the United States definitely serves is we are a spending company, a country. We spend a lot. Right. Oh, yes. OK. Other countries want uh, that's that's our purpose in the globe is we buy things and it's good because it helps make the world go around. But it's also bad if we're trying to buy and we can't keep up with what Mexico can put can distribute. Inflation goes back up again. So you have to curve the spending based on the the ability for the manufacturing of those goods to keep up with your spending. China's way on top. Like China can mass produce stuff tenfold compared to the manufacturing power of Mexico right now. Correct. Does that make sense? So, oh yeah. The only way True. to stop because if it kicks off again, either we go back to buying from China, which we don't want to. Anybody can see that, or we have to, you know, cut off the allowance of the children until the goods are able to be caught up. And and this is where we're also moving we can talk about this another time from a what's called a JIT just in time logistics. Yep, yep, absolutely model, uh, to a modified hybrid um warehouse slash just in time, if that makes sense. It does. And so to me, if you're gonna stop it, unfortunately, we're gonna probably see a couple of interest rates. Now we're gonna ease those interest rates up slowly, maybe a 0.25, 0.25, 0.25, 0.25 but it's gonna still have to, we're gonna still have to feel it so that we don't go back to, you know, we don't go back to the same um, problem that we were when we left this, because we need to leave. We cannot, we have to decouple from China. Absolutely. And and there, what you're reading right now, if you start to look at it, what I just told you, you'll start to see it. Holy crap. We are decoupling from them. We are pulling back from them. We're sanctioning them on computer chips. We're sanctioning them. Where are we getting our goods from? And unfortunately we did Mexico and Vietnam and and other places don't have the manufacturing power as China does, so to make sure that we don't get into an inflationary problem again by just going back to our same old spending and not having the uh, the ability to manufacture as fast supply and demand, it's just going to put us right back to where we were. But instead of buying it from China, we're just we're going to be buying it from Mexico, and it would put high demand on Mexico, very little supply, which causes inflation again.
0: This is an excellent talk. I've got to wrap this up or I'm going to miss my plane, but I, I really, uh, I think we got a lot out of it. Hopefully the people that uh, listen got out of it, put your own thoughts and comment on all this about inflation, about CBDCs, cash versus gold, whatever. Um, I think you're, you know, what you said here is interesting and it's a way of looking at it that a lot of people would not normally do. Um, we do need it a couple from China and um, maybe this is just all the birth pangs of it and instead of you know, sitting here going, "Oh my gosh!" You know, we're we're all going to H E double hockey sticks. Maybe mm-hmm. this is the opening of the new, you know, the way where we go and we we do rely more on these other countries that we should and and all that. But I think you've put a, a lot of interesting perspective on things, and hopefully, the listeners got a lot out of it. But yeah, and,
1: I, and please comment below. And and for a future show, one of the things I do want to talk about with you is the fe- is the. Um, Basically, the one IQ level slash uh, education level gap that we're experiencing that's getting wider and wider and wider, and could be causing a uh, a major problem.
0: I tell my students all the time. I say, guys, you want to you know you want to make yourself set up and and be apart from the pack. There's never been a greater opportunity. If you have got the ability to read and learn and educate and get yourself into a way where you are considered the greater intellect you are going to go places
1: well it's a race I, right it's oh a race. my
0: gosh I and mean, it, it, you education know
1: education and knowledge and IQ is a race like the higher you oh. you have the faster you're gonna get to where an employer or or your or your own business it, you're gonna get there faster oh it's, my gosh yes <laughs> it's all a race right it can is, I it get is. There faster am I smarter and can I get there faster than the kids sitting next to me because if I can I get the job and he loses, right? You don't want to be second in education. You want to be first because you're going to, you can then eventually hire the second place kid, but you want to be there first and it's a race.
0: Oh, and I don't oh, think yes.
1: people understand this race. And I don't think they this, don't. People, they, they do don't. not want a participation trophy in education.
0: No, you don't. And I tell them that I said, who's going to be the one that's, that's uh, buying the new car in the car lot on 2032. And who's the one that's going to be buying the, the jalopy, you know? Because this is going to be the separating point right here. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're going to set yourself up. And if you're just jacking around, you know, watching this, I call it football to the crotch vision, you know, watching TikTok and crap like that, you're just going to set yourself up.
1: And technology, and I I legitimately did an interview, and I'll let you go here. Technology is filling the middle class first, right? They're not worried about the low class. They're not worried about the, 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 the guy making minimum wage. They can afford him. They can't afford to replace the guy making the, the CEO level yet. So sure. middle class people are the target for technology and AI and and th- so the gap between the middle and the is growing because the education level between that is is also needing to grow and 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 creating that separation. So it's not oh, just yeah. as simple as that. It's also education and this is what other countries with other IQ that push other things like you know Asian countries and stuff like that. They realize this. We oh, don't. you
0: nailed it on the head with the, the middle income, the middle, you know, management, all that. That is absolutely the target. You know, you're right because the the upper and the lower, you know, that's the 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 place to go. The target is the middle. Correct. middle class, middle income, middle management, whatever. That's what the AI is going to take out, correct? So
1: this will be next week or whenever we do this again. I'm into we, it. I think we do this one the next Yeah,
0: I like Fridays and uh, we'll, we'll keep yeah. and expand. This is a, a new burgeoning idea, but every single thing I've gotten for people, whether they agree or disagree or whatever, is that these conversations are important and they're awesome and they're, they're good. I got super, super a lot of compliments from people because um, I got a lot of people in the background that talk. I mean, give me the real on everything and they just they were all all of them was like this is a positive thing and you
1: don't have to agree with either of us or you can disagree with us right that's cool just put a comment down below and tell us or if there's a topic you want us to discuss throw it down below in the comments
0: thanks sage so much everybody else do what he just said and we'll see you next week See.